0: It's It's the the end end of of the world as we know it.
1: And I feel
0: (laughs) fine. fine. We're bad singers. We should not stick to the singing.
1: I totally disagree. I think we're amazing. But that's not (laughs) what this show is about. This show is about how to make it so it's not the end of the world for you and how to get your business on track so you're not one of the 100,000 that are leaving the industry. Let's do it. Let's do it Okay, Beth, so this is a very last minute off the cuff sort of episode. Then we
0: promise there will be no more singing involved today.
1: I'm not promising that. I'm okay, actually I'm not. Okay, I'm going to promise that. Um, There may be some Kenny behalf. and Dolly. We're getting close to Christmas here. Um, But we really wanted to, we've been talking so much about these conversations that we're having with other realtors in the business and what's happening out there and how many people are leaving the business that are actually really good realtors. Yeah. So we decided we were gonna postpone another episode that we we're gonna record today, and we we're gonna talk about this topic because it's what's happening right now.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of I, a lot of uncertainty, and I, you know, people are like, "How's the market doing?" I'm like, I don't like to be like, "Oh, the market's terrible." The market's not terrible. It's not like the best it's ever been, and it's not the worst it's ever been. It's wonky though. It's a little mm-hmm. bit weird right now. And when it starts acting wonky, people don't like uncertainty. And so they get nervous. And real estate is already a little bit tricky Mm -hmm. to try to figure out like how to have a consistent paycheck. And if you don't have your business at a place where you have consistent paychecks coming in, it can be really nerve wracking. And so then a lot of people are like, do I go out and get a part-time job? Do I just throw in the towel altogether? You know, when we have like headlines that say, you know, it's all doom and gloom for the next couple of years, and then there's, you know, billion dollar lawsuits that are getting settled that have to do with the real estate industry, people are freaking out. And what I say, like, this is not an episode about the billion dollar lawsuit. We aren't going to dig into that mire right now nope a million things are going to happen between now and when that actually is going to affect my life on a day-to-day basis i'm not going to worry about things i can't control so i will worry about that when it becomes something that affects how i make my livelihood i'm not worrying about that today i have plenty other fish to fry what i need to worry about is how do i get more business into the pipeline how do the agents on our team get more business into the pipeline how do we still serve clients at the highest level even though we might be a little bit stressed and we have some uncertainty, like how do you still serve clients at the highest level?
1: How do you not throw on the towel?
0: I think that you just make a plan knowing that you can, o- like business is always going to be different. Like you're never going to have a certain a market that's completely certain. We have been in a seller's market what feels like forever. And I remember six years ago sitting at a conference and they say, oh my God, we have a shortage of inventory, the lowest inventory of homes for sale that we've ever had in the history of home selling. And it's gonna take five years for us to rebuild that inventory. Well, it's been 10 years since then and they have not we don't have any more houses to sell. We probably have less houses to sell. So people still making money. This has been like the hottest real estate market ever the last three years. And so, yeah, it's different, but this just feels to me, a little bit more like a regular market. This feels more like 2018, 2019, where people are still buying and selling, but you have to be able to like pivot and shift with things. And I think the biggest thing that we're noticing with our team and this isn't like a put your hand head in the sand type of season. Like you have to be like eyes wide open right now. But what I really noticed with the business on our team is that we moved from a wants and needs versus to, or a wants, like, I just want a new house. I want to, you know, I can work from anywhere, that type of thing. Now it's moved to a needs, mm-hmm. like the four D's, um, divorce,
1: divorce
0: death, diamonds, and diapers. Ah, uh, Yeah. Babies, marriage, you know, divorce and death. Those are the main reasons why most of our clients are moving right now. But there's a lot of wins in the market right now. So like, I think the people that are jumping out of the business, I feel like they're the ones that are kind of like that glass half empty people. Mm -hmm. And they're always going to look for the bad and the bad's always there. But like,
1: if you focus on it, it's going to show up for you every day. So I think there's something to be said about who you're surrounding yourself with. Absolutely. Because if you're questioning, like, do I get out? Am I a glass half empty person? Like, I didn't think I used to be, but maybe you feel like it now. Or maybe you're just, you're you're looking at the money you're bringing in and your sales and your clients that aren't, you're not, like, you're not serving them how you want to be serving them. They're not reaching out in the way that they need to be reaching out for you to have a successful business. And you're, like, having all these doubts. Well, of course, it makes sense with the market how it is. But also, like it doesn't have to be this way. Who am I surrounding myself with? Mm-hmm. And can I change the the language that I'm hearing? And it's not to say like, oh, well, you're not based in reality. Well, it is still based in reality. You don't have to lie to yourself or have people lying to you to be in a, like a more healthy, neutral ground even. Mm-hmm. And so getting out of that. Makes so much sense, and we just did an episode about like, should you know, is this a good time to to switch real estate teams? Mm-hmm. And if so, that's kind of where you're at as well. Maybe it's time to think about that.
0: Yeah, if you're being surrounded every day by like glass half empty people, mm-hmm. and you're there, everyone's just talking doom and gloom and the sky is falling. Um, there's plenty of real estate teams out there that their businesses is up, their mm-hmm. businesses are up. Let's use proper grammar here. Um, <laughs> from what was some of the best real estate years ever. So there are plenty of people that are thriving in this market.
1: And if you aren't, like, that doesn't mean that you're going to fail indefinitely and that you no. need to get out. No. And to, to sit here and say that there aren't challenges now, it's, you know, that didn't exist, if, you know, a few months ago or a year ago. It's, Of course there are. But like Beth had mentioned, they're different. Everything's different. Everything's changing. Mm -hmm. Like I think about just since we've been working together, Mm -hmm. which has just been a few years, how much change has happened. Yeah. And uh, we've always said like you you have to be successful in every single market. You have to figure out how to survive in every single market. And if you're feeling like overwhelmed, maybe something to do right now is to surround yourself with people who can lift you up yeah and help you not be one of the hundred thousand that have left already yeah so let's let's chat a little bit about things that we can do right what can we do right now if business is not doing well um we are really really struggling and not sure if we're going to stay in this market or if we're not going to stay in this business
0: yeah i would say like start educating yourself you know it's easy to say, Oh, like taking classes and going to seminars and doing that sort of thing. You don't have time for it when it gets really busy. Now is a great time. Like start soaking up the education. Maybe you need, um, better systems in place to have your team run smoother. Maybe you need better lead generation. um, Maybe you just kind of need like a kick in the pants, like getting back to the basic type stuff. But like there's so many awesome education things everywhere and tons of it are free. Mm-hmm. So you can't let price as your excuse like oh I can't afford to take that class. There are so many awesome free things out there and like if nothing else, get on YouTube and say okay, mm-hmm. Thirty minutes a day, I'm going to educate myself on a topic in real estate that I didn't know about. Do you know about flipping? Do you know about the Burr method? Do you know about investing? Do you know about ten thirty one exchanges? Do you know how to approach divorce attorneys to get business? There are there's a ton of business out there. You just need to explore some other options that maybe you haven't thought about before.
1: Push yourself out of your comfortable zone, yeah. right? So if you have like now, if if your business is not doing as well as you want it to do and you're really feeling the effects of the market, well, then it's time to work on your business. Really, yeah. really work on it, really get in it. And I mean, we've shared so many ways on how to serve clients on this podcast. You can use this as a reference as well, but there are places that you can be putting that energy instead of into... I'm stuck, like I'm screwed, this like I'm never gonna go anywhere and then hanging up the towel.
0: Yeah, Um, I heard an interesting thing recently that um, a big kind of guru in the business said, you might not be getting as much business from your sphere right now. So, if you have relied solely on have building a sphere sphere based business, you're you're one of those people that might be hurting a little bit right now because a lot of your clients are probably nicely tucked into a great home with a three percent interest rate. Well, so where can you go get business? Can you tap into some online leads? Maybe not leads that you pay for, like maybe not like a Zillow lead where you're paying for that up front. Maybe you get a lead source that you pay for it once you close. And so then you aren't out any additional money because people that are are online leads right now, they're fully aware that interest rates are high and they don't care. They need to buy a house no matter what. It's that needs. It's the needs. Mm-hmm. And so how can you be looking for different avenues and different streams of business that maybe you weren't concerned with? Maybe you don't want to pay a 30% referral fee. Well, I would pay a referral fee to any other awesome agent that sent me a referral. So what's what's the difference if I'm paying it to Redfin to be a partner agent or OpCity or one of these other lead sources? At least you're getting business in the door. 70% of something is better than 0% of nothing or 100% of nothing.
1: And this is true. Yeah. Something else that you can be doing right now is looking inward, doing that that inner work, right? Yep. That we, it's so easy to put on the back burner when we're really busy and are working, working, working and, and overwhelmed. And it's a great time to look in the mirror and say, where can I, where can I grow? Where, where do I need growth? What isn't working? What isn't serving me anymore? And, and you know, basically dive in and start doing the work. Carve out the time. Mm-hmm. Because that'll open up so many doors for you once you start releasing things that you need to.
0: Yeah. Last year I was, I mean, we've talked about the sun on, on the podcast. I have was in a really bad headspace last year. And finally, I don't I think Christy was like, You need to get you need to get into therapy. And I'm like, I don't even know where to start. I don't <laughs> have time to interview oh. therapists. I'm so busy. Blah. And so I found a therapist, thanks to Christy, and it was a great fit. And on my little cheat sheet right now, I'm looking at it right now, I have a little post that I look at every day, and it's, how can I provide self-care to myself? And I'm one of those people that had a Massage Envy membership. I've had this damn thing for like 10 years. I'm their perfect client example where I pay them money every month and then never go and use their services. I'm a dream client for them. You are absolutely. It's (laughs) so stupid. And so, and I didn't go there during COVID. And so now I'm making really um, mindful decisions to like schedule facials and massages. But I'm like, if I'm not taking care of myself, how do I expect to like take care of my family and to take care of my clients? Mm -hmm. If I'm not even putting myself first. And then the other thing, that's my little post-it sheet. She she says, don't delay joy.
1: I love that. Especially
0: now, like we're entering the Christmas season. And I mean, I don't think we want this for anyone who listens to our show, is that you're entering the holiday season, like stressed and full of worry. Like we want you to be like totally joyful at Christmas and be fully present with your family and not have like the world like the weight of the world sitting on your shoulders, like we, we don't delay joy. Yeah. You can't get that back.
1: Put on the Kenny and Dolly Christmas record right Hell now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's going to bring a lot of joy. It's gonna it
1: brings me a lot of joy. I did put out a podcast,
0: not a podcast, a Instagram post a couple of weeks ago talking about being an entrepreneur and having those days where you're like, I just don't feel motivated and what do I do and how do I sort of self-start? Because that's part of the the rub of being an entrepreneur, you're like, I want to be my own boss. And then on Tuesday at 10 o'clock, you're like, and I just want to sit around in my pajamas all day. <laughs> so, but how do you motivate yourself? Especially in real estate when we're hundred percent commission and we're on like a 90 day pay cycle. You know, if you meet a client today, chances are you're not going to see a paycheck for about 90 days. So what do you do? Like on those days, I said, like, you know, if you're really like in your head and you're just being a, like a ball of like, I don't know, a head case. That's what I call it. Like when I'm in my head, I'm like, I'm no good to anyone else. So like one day, Carrie, my assistant was here and she's like, we need to go for a bike ride. And I'm looking at her like, are you kidding me right now? We went for a bike ride. I came back and then I started crying. I'm like, thank you. It was just what I needed. Like I needed to get out of this physical space that was stressing me out, but I also needed to get out of my head. So can you go for a walk? Can you go for a bike ride? Can you go for a run? Can you jump on your Peloton? Like, what does that look like? And then it was like drink water, take care of yourself, put good food in your body. I'm like I know if like Mark and I are being living our lazy lives and like eating takeout several nights in a week, I know I feel just disgusting. And so like if I'm not putting like good food into my body, how am I expecting my body to like give me good things back? It's not.
1: No. You have to invest in yourself. Yeah. It's so important. And gratitude
0: journaling And listening to positive podcasts, like there's so many things that I always forget about them. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, when I do these things consistently, it's so interesting to see how the, it has like a snowball effect. It's like, I'm taking care of myself on a personal level. And then, wow, the universe just rewarded me with like a new
1: buyer just showed up today. Mm. It's so crazy. It is. And it happens all the time. It's reality. Yeah.
0: Well, we were recording this podcast. I got a call from someone that they're like, I need to buy a house. Yep. <laughs> Coincidentally, it's due to a divorce. But I'm like, let's make the best use of this situation. And I have access to an off market property that's probably
1: going to be a perfect fit for this buyer. Woohoo. Who knows? Yeah. Oh. All right, best. So let's talk about also something is knowing your numbers and yes. like them being the power. Like, I would love if you could share about that, because that is something right now that you can take control of.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of the big real estate teams have been doing like the, you know, your team forecasting numbers. They've been doing that for the last couple of months. But if you have not done that, or you've been avoiding it, because maybe this year just didn't work out like you thought that it would, or that you would hope that it would, you need to know your numbers. You need to know real estate agents. And I'm raising my hand here. We are so guilty of like shiny objects, we're like, ooh, new shiny objects, sign up for that, <laughs> sign up for this. And you sign up for all these things left and right. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, holy shit, that adds up to $500 a month for shiny objects. And you use like two out of the 30 things you're signed up for. Now's a great time to take inventory of like, what what is like that extra little thing that you got that you're paying $40 a month for that you're actually using versus not using? And where can you trim some fat What do your numbers look like? What is your um, dollar per transaction? How much do listings cost you? How much um, do you spend on buy sides? Like you need to know all those numbers because then it helps you feel like you're in control and you can pivot accordingly. If you know that it takes 10 phone calls until you get a client, then you know exactly how many phone calls. And if you're making your dial in for dollars, which a lot of people joke and call that when you're prospecting, really? <laughs> dial in for dollars and you're on call 8 and you're ready to just throw in the towel, you know it's 10 calls before you get a conversion. That is your average number. So if you know your numbers, you can control your fate and your destiny. And this like this two shall pass, interest rates aren't going to stay at in the 7s forever. They might stay here for a bit, but you know, the last few weeks we saw some rate decreases and we noticed immediately when rates started lowering that buyers started coming off, getting off the fence and getting back into the game. And we noticed more showings on our listings and more buyers coming out of the woodwork. It's going to happen. It's always going to happen. This ebbs and flows. So like, stick with it. Now is not the time to throw in the towel, even though you might be thinking that. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to help help
1: cheerlead for you. (laughs) We would like we truly like the reason we started this podcast was to to grow this community and to like really like show you that like share that things could could look different. Right. Your business can look different and like that you can form friendships and have you know, clients that are turned friends and that long-term clients and your business can survive all these shifts in the market and you're going to be just fine. And that is why we started this and and wanted to open up the dialogue to begin with. So I think it's, for me sitting here, it's hard to see how many people are struggling right now. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a really great time for us to come together more and like openly talk, which it seems like we're doing, realtors are doing. Um, But also like, to stop beating ourselves up. Just stop. Just like give yourself some grace right now and just get to work. There are so many things yeah. you can be doing. Like focus on that.
0: Willing to really, you know, know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not the only one that might be struggling with business. I had breakfast this morning with a real estate girlfriend and she runs a team all uh, similar to our team. Um, and Just a great friend. And it was so encouraging. Like, I cried like three times during our breakfast, but it was one of those things. It was like, oh man, I just needed a reminder that, like, the journey I'm on, she's on a parallel journey to me. And, like, when days are hard, she's like, okay, I have options, but do I want to invoke those options? There's an easy button. She and I Mm -hmm. were both joking about we both have an easy button. And she goes, every time I think about that easy button, she goes, I get this gut reaction that says no. Ooh. And she goes, I'm not doing that. And she goes, I am sticking with this just knowing that, you know, I know my numbers. I'm encouraging my team. I'm pushing them out of their comfort zone and I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone. And she's like, we're going to be fine.
1: I love, And it was that. so
0: nice to have that reminder. I'm like, good. This is a reminder I needed to.
1: I love it. So we are here to cheer you on. We're all dealing with this together. And don't give up
0: <laughs> no
1: no and enjoy the holidays and enjoy the holidays It's, it's right like, around the corner it is and this time is is really special and to be able to actually like separate that from your business for a minute is like you're worth it don't delay joy as my therapist says yes i love that that's like mic drop beth
0: let's end with that <laughs> let's
1: end with that <laughs> all right Buster <laughs> and shave so until next time keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the badass boss babe that you are Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl, Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast.
0: If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going.
1: Girl, thanks for being here.